looking at my drip, looking at your drip. Whoa, mommy, look at me. Oh, I'm killing it. This week, hopefully. Oh, actually, we've broken the one hour mark. Yes. <laughs> yes. Actually, we need to edit this so this bit goes at the beginning of the podcast because <laughs> yes. I don't think anyone's reaching the one hour mark. Four hundred dollar return flights. Well, that's not bad. Each, obviously, that's with Qantas checking on bag and feed and free fares. Yeah. We could just go to Auckland for the Warriors. Nah. Or the Grand Final. Well, they wouldn't be in Auckland. No, well, we could just go to the Grand Final. We could. The Warriors are going. We, th- we thought that last year. And the year before that. Yeah, they won two in a row. Now. They just won two in a row. So it's like locked in. It's the year. It's the year. We could go to the Super Rugby Final at Eden Park when the Blues make it. <laughs> they, beat the they beat the Chiefs in the weekend. They did. They were the only New Zealand team to win in the weekend. Yeah, I actually, again, for the second time this year, put money on... Brad Weber to score a try and it's like the only two games he hasn't scored a try it's rough really killer it sucks the Chiefs suck season done thanks mate we had nothing to do Saturday night I see the Sharks we go to Eden Park and watch my two like least favourite teams in the world hurt each other it's actually a good ground for watching rugby though yeah also never been there I've never been there either actually on the agenda put on the agenda put on the agenda I was there for uh, Richie McCaw's last game in New Zealand you cry I got, actually got quite emotional. <laughs> I, I went down the front. I was like one of those little kids, you know, it's like leans over the rope to try and get, yeah. get guys to sign their bat. They don't even know who they are, you know, bowl, the bowlers and that. And I was right down the front trying to, trying to you know, get a little a little handshake from... Did you get one? No, I didn't. No. No, no, I didn't actually get very close at all. Do you sit quite high up? Well, we, we, we got the cheap seats. And the, the thing that they used to actually do, because you, you used to go through and just like scan your ticket and have one of those things that like clicks you through. Yeah. And... um. We used to actually run kids tickets. Nice. So we're like, not not in the, like that. There's no like take a kid to footy section. Yeah. But it's like the cheapest tickets, and kids version. We nice. did, a group of us did that to a Crusaders game here, same deal. Um, and even though they scan them, it, the thing on their screen it comes up with a tick or a cross. Yeah. So they don't actually know if it's a kids ticket. Yeah. So yeah, we we've actually done that a few times. <laughs> we'll take a kid to footy and. That's right. Take a kid. Remember when we went to the went to the footy? There was like ten of us. And we had oh it was, like, yeah it was with you yeah, yeah, yeah. we had ten taking kid to footy tickets and we, we had took one, one kid. kid yeah yeah oh, that's good that was that was quite good and we were being no we weren't actually too bad nah we didn't you know was it the Canes yeah possibly actually we they was, they lost to the Jaguars on um, mm. Friday night yeah probably not talk about it anything to say on that one Professor Jordan no no thanks okay thanks mate. Did anyone actually watch the Saders game? No, I sort of semi planned on it, but then I just didn't. I got home at four thirty, <laughs> right on uh, <laughs> half time, and um, got the Sky Go going on the laptop and carked it. Don't remember any of it, so yeah, the, the intention was there, but uh, yeah, no cigar. Four four thirty in the morning, getting home from town. I'm assuming. Yeah, it was. Uh, actually. That wouldn't have been the only tab open on the laptop, would it? <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, room for debate there. It's certainly room for debate. <laughs> so, home alone then? Yeah, it was. No room for debate on that? Yeah, no room for debate. <laughs> no room for debate. Oh. How's, the, how's the tinder been going lately, Mitch? Um, average, actually, recently. Not a lot going on. Um, I think the winter really brings out the the cold side of everyone's personalities, and you know that reflects on the rest of their life. So every time we talk to you about Tinder, you have like a different excuse? It just gets worse like and winter, worse. Like winter, oh, school holidays is over now. Like, you know, none of them, none of them really make much sense anyway. Like, 
people are still out they're still like yeah. especially like you could use the line about girls like needing someone to keep them warm at night you know yeah exactly yeah. Don't yeah. yeah, don't people actually like want a partner in the winter? Oh, I feel like I've got a lot of warmth I can offer. Yeah. It just uh, doesn't seem to be you know, just haven't found that one yet. You're probably a winter catch, if anything. I hope so. That'd be really good, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'm actually going to Aussie this weekend, fellas, so What? Go, yeah, I'm just going to, going to Sydney for the weekend. Oh, so. what are you doing over there? I'm just going over for going to the league on Saturday night. The Warriors. Going, no, I'm going oh. to uh Rabbitohs Tigers at ANZ Stadium. Nice. Oh. So no, just going over the weekend, so we might find a nice wee Sydney wife there somewhere. Yeah. Might be yeah. third half on tour. Could be, could be yeah. indeed. For the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Bachelor party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, um, you we'll book it in. Do you think your Tinder has um, gone downhill since you became part of the third half? Um, yes, actually, yes. Um, I'm, I'm a man that doesn't really rate coincidences too highly. Uh, or do you think this is a coincidence? I think this is a coincidence. Uh, however, how's your your you taught you you bloody you bloody what? duo pair? <laughs> Fuck me, I can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> he can't speak. He can't to, speak. How, Get him off. I'm trying to like word my sentence properly, but how's your guys' love life going? Well, it's the same as it was last episode, I guess. Okay. Still married. Nice. You had a wee romantic getaway though. Oh, you did actually, didn't you? Yeah, went away to Auckland, mate. Went to the kid. Nice. So um, you're romantic city life. Yep. Flourishing. Big day. Went to uh, New Zealand's shittest theme park, Rainbow's End. Uh, cost is that the only one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got Caroline Bay and uh, Timaru during the uh, <laughs> during the Christmas break. Um, then there's Caroline Bay brought to you by the Harris Gang. Yeah. With their, uh, <laughs> with yeah. Their, Thanks, their Hurricane Ride and yeah. Ferris Wheel. And, and the Carnies. Um, yeah, and then on the Saturday, I thought, we go to the zoo early, smash out everything we need to do. I might sneak away and watch uh, Auckland Varsity nice. play a, a must-win game to keep themselves in the in the hunt and um, Charlotte had no bar of me going away to watch rugby that's so rough that didn't, that didn't work out um, what's left at the zoo a few elephants died yeah they. it's actually really cheap to get into the zoo at the moment because they're doing renovations as well oh so there's no animals and no reno- and lots of renovations mate it was like and still expensive I was like $24 each oh, for me and Charlotte and then 12 for Isla or something oh, yeah. and there were still heaps of animals Nice. But all the animals do is sleep. That's a bit rude, eh? Like tigers sleeping, lions sleeping. Yeah. Did you... Like war um, or something, you know? Yeah. Did you go to Kelly's Elephants? Nah. Nah. Yeah, from what I've heard, it's pretty expensive. Yeah, well, I actually went there. I'm just trying to Google it, just trying to figure out how much it is because I think it took prices. I went there, and I didn't pay for it. And so my review was that... It was, it was kind of cool, you know? Yeah. You, there's like a moving walkway thing, and you go through the... Um, like, under the... In the tunnel, in the water, and there's like stingrays and shit floating all around you above you and I didn't actually realise until afterwards but it's $32 yeah. to go there each yeah. and you know everything it's it's your classic it's your classic sort of like well it's not a theme park your aqua park you go in there and you get your photo and the, and the lady says oh I pretend like there's a shark down there and you're yeah, afraid of it yeah, and yeah. you get the you know the pose with the, with the green background and then you know on the way out they try and charge you about $500 for your photos of being afraid of the we, shark we went to the sky tower on Friday night and they do the same thing, you know, like stand in front of the green screen, get your mm. photo, and they really try and sell it to you on, on your way out. You know, they really try to sell that yeah. photo. Yeah. And we had a look at our photo, and we both, Charlotte looked at each other and shook her heads. And the guy goes, oh, come on, like, buy the photo. But why not? Why not? And Charlotte was wearing a green T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> all the city lights were all over it. Oh. And the guy looked at it and just looked at us and said, just gave us a nod and <laughs> threw it out the back and, like, carried on. <laughs> So we got that one, but um, now we ended up buying the ones at the zoo. That was fifty bucks. Oh, 
you fair, you get about 13, 14 photos. It wasn't all bad, but... Kids yeah. love that shit as well, though. Eh? Oh, yeah. No, it was good, though. Um, but good on the uh, Varsity Vipers getting the win, though. Harry Miller didn't actually manage to catch up with them while I was away, but um, played a good game. He had Auckland out, coaches out watching him. Watching him specifically? Well, I think they came out to watch a few, but he was one of the names. Nice. Uh, he was telling me, so good Look. proven boy. He's actually uh, pretty keen to be on the show, to be fair. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I keeps think. asking about it. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a good, good, good rooster, and we uh, probably want to get his, uh, his younger brother on the show at some stage as well. Older brother. Older brother on the show at some stage as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's immaturity-wise younger, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Jack is definitely the older brother. You can you can appreciate how I was confused there. Mm. Indeed. Yeah. Um, what was the highlight of, uh, of the big city? Um, oof. I don't know. Zoo, I mean, the Sky Tower's pretty cool. Big building. I've been up it before, but I was pretty young. And, like, those glass panels on the floor, like, that... One broke. Yeah. Did you hear recently? Only recently. Oh, I found that out after yeah, I Yeah, it was like the pressure or something in it, like, snapped the crack. top of the... Yeah. That's um, while someone was standing on it. Mm. Oh, I would have shit myself. A big girl. <laughs> I was um we'll just blame the pressure <laughs> we got up there and yeah you can see the glass panel I was like oh look at that and she just ran out and jumped on it and was looking down at the ground kids and everyone around was like holy shit yeah. um, and then Charlotte jumped on she's like come on and I pretended like I wasn't scared but terrified it's a, it's a long I wasn't terrified but it was a long way up biggest um, building in uh, New Zealand tallest t- taller than the Eiffel Tower is it? Yeah. that's not New Zealand no it's not but it's taller than the Eiffel Tower <laughs> yeah it's taller than the World Trade Center at the moment as well. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> oh. nice, mate. Um, Rugby! Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Right, ones. Code, code in the weekend. I wasn't here for it. Ones? Yeah, we'll just quickly touch on the ones. Uh, got beat by Lincoln. Um, tough game. They uh, fought with a bit of physicality. It was a quarterfinal for the combined competition. Um, they beat us 18-17 kicked a penalty in about the sort of fourth or fifth minute to go Um, yeah full credit to Lincoln they showed up for it but it was a depressing day right from start to finish losing the game and then having to spend a fair bit of time in the Lincoln club rooms which I'm not a big fan of Um, and then yeah spend a bit of time in South Prewarden so uh, it is what it is in terms of club rooms it's a pretty disgusting club room really yeah it is it is it's not like it probably like if you compare it to some other shitholes around the place you'd yeah Rolleston Rolleston <laughs> they don't even have showers yeah um, so they're sort of beating them there by default but yeah club rooms is, it's not flash it's pretty small yeah um, but how's hey, the pasture though they usually have pretty good grounds out there yeah it was a reasonable pasture it was it was okay um, yeah Bugging yeah me. yeah yeah that's what it is I don't really want to talk about it too much fair enough um, Anuru was in Auckland uh, so to producer Jordan to the Div 2s yeah, um, another real close game like the, the who'd, ones. Who did you actually play on, on Saturday? Uh, we were at Rolleston. Ro- Rolleston, really? <laughs> oh, it would have been a close one then, was it? It was. Yeah, How they, close? Uh, they really came up firing in the first first 20, but we managed to hold on and in the end ran away 83-6. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is brilliant. Mitch Redmond dining out. That, that is brilliant. Um... So what, the six points coming, two, two penalties, kept them trialless? Yeah, um, we got an early try and they counted back with a penalty to make it 5-3, so we knew we were in for a bit of a day. But That's uh, good. 29-6 at half time, 
and yours truly was subbed off. Mitch <laughs> <laughs> uh, Redmond. And I kid you not, within about five minutes, the sub winger, Joe, had three tries in a row. So wow. I'm really looking at myself right now, wondering. But no, it was a good game. Um, Simon Lancaster, lucky to make it through. Is it through the game or through life? <laughs> Bit of both. Uh, we just scored just on half time, and I turn around and see some big fella mounting him Jesus. and what? putting him in a Undertaker chokehold. That's uh, rough. Yeah. So Dallas fired up and came through and cleaned the guy out. Lit- <laughs> like literally choking Cy out. Yeah. Oh, he was going blue. It was not a pretty sight. Fuck, that's a dog act. It's <laughs> dangerous. That is such a dog act. But just quickly though, he's a bit, he's a bit odd had he asked for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I heard him say harder daddy choke me daddy <laughs> <laughs> in the rock choke me daddy <laughs> um, I was going to say no one really asked for that sort of thing on a rugby field but some apparently some do yeah so how, how are the club rooms after that did you have a shower uh, yeah but admittedly I forgot a towel oh Ooh, what so, was that? that's rough so it didn't help the experience dried off with my warm up gear <laughs> None of the other boys wanted to share a towel with <laughs> Well, I asked Sam Ashworth, but he was in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> Smashy. Oh, How's his leg? Oh, yeah, it's in one piece, which is a start. That's good. But, you know, the feed was all right. Chicken chow mein with some hot chips. Cultural. Yeah, cultural. But naturally, we gapped it pretty quick to watch the ones. And to just escape the shithole that is Rolston. <laughs> yeah. So are you, are you joining me in retirement, Jordan? Yeah, I'm thinking a shift to Auckland is probably not a bad idea. After um, uh, Kyle scored 36 points. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a bit of a field yeah. day for him. That would be getting up there with the club record, wouldn't it? In the senior grades, 36 points? Yeah, it probably Surely. would be. Yeah, it probably would be. I've never come close. Remember that time you kicked a drop goal against Diamond Harbour? Yeah, Kyle hasn't done that. Um, Speaking of Diamond Harbour, though, they got 60 put up them by BP, so... Holy... Really? That was first versus second, wasn't it? It was, so I feel a bit better about last week. Yes. Mm. That's out of the sort of 2002 Super Rugby Crusaders <laughs> Waratahs. Yeah. I think second to last game of the yeah. Robin, we put 96 points around them. Yeah. I think they were third on the table. <laughs> um, that was that was a real thanks, mate. Bloody hell. Um, just on the, the topic of retiring, I haven't played for two weeks, eh? That's bloody good, like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind just retiring now at Colts level, you know? Retire, you know, I wouldn't say retire on top, Mitch, but the last game you played, <laughs> wasn't it a 37 minute? Uh, yes, correct. 37 minute out. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sort of looking at myself as a, a social rugby player in a competitive rugby team. Yeah. Not, <laughs> they're uh, not very accommodating, you know, for a social player in a, in a competitive rugby team. But Join the management team. Yeah, see, real key when you when you feel like you want to be, you know, you know, when you're in that position where you want to play with your mates, you want to be in the rugby team with yeah. your mates, but you're not quite good enough. Yeah, yeah, just become the manager. I just want to be on the bus, eh? Like, just yeah. get me on the bus. Yeah. I'll become the bus driver or something. Just soak it up. And the best thing about being in the management squad um, and being involved is that you can still piss up on a Friday. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but no, the, our boys went down to. Ashburton on Saturday afternoon uh, for Celtics Club Day. Um, yeah, the boys got pumped. We uh, lost thirty-three to eight. Shocking display of code, to be honest. Um, yeah, we just never really turned up. I think probably you know everyone hates a bus trip. <laughs> shit down, shit one way down, but the ride home was alright. Stopped in at Dunsandall Pub. So how's it looking? I see they're doing a few renos. Yeah, they have. They've done it up a wee bit. Still small, but that's alright. Just quick as well, I know um, Springston actually beat Waihora 
they said that the ones and at one stage Southbridge were leading my horror 2-0 <laughs> 2-0 2-0 yeah I, d- I actually saw that as well um, interesting that's, that's, a, that's a stitch up yeah, I'm unsure how it used to be two points for something back in the day didn't it, it used to be a try yeah. Try, at the beginning a try was worth nothing yeah and you, and you get to convert try it to have a kick yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it sort of just made its way up to five points mm, um, was club day at Celtic their div ones weren't at home though um I think they were up at Saracens. Oh really? Yeah. Maybe it was. wasn't. There was a lot of teams down there. Was it? Like every field was full when we were there. It's yeah. an odd time to try have your club day when it's playoff rugby. Yeah. That's a real weird time to be having your club day because obviously you can't guarantee. Yeah, true. That yeah. Your team's going to be. It's a home. real roll of the dice. Because the Div Twos were playing like before. I presume it was the. That's if they have a Div Two. Maybe it was Div Three. I don't know, but there was like a senior game on before us, and then the eighteen was there. Yeah. There was a curtain right a senior curtain yeah. raiser. Yeah. Before us. W- were you the main event? Um Yeah, you're at two. Yeah, we would have been actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh maybe maybe I don't know. Maybe yeah. it was quite it's, it's confusing, isn't it? Um No, yeah. Nice afternoon down there, just not a good result. But how how were the grounds? Um yeah, they were actually beautiful as well. Yeah. Nice and green, soft. Yeah. Still firm enough to Yeah, get the get the legs moving. But Did yeah. you um Tap the red flame while you're down there. Get on Tinder while you're in Ashburton. No, sure. I don't actually know if they've got uh, internet down there. To be honest, oh, I, was, I was sitting in the sheds after the game, just trying to catch up on my life, and no, no service, no service. So yeah. I, I see you were bracketed um, on the team sheet. What about like the rest of Prewden Rugby yeah. Club? Yeah, I think Tahi Makanui knew he was playing five positions on Saturday, according that's to the yeah. team sheet. That's a mouthful. But uh, that's all right. Now, um, yeah, I was bracketed because old. Uh, yeah, Mucker was. I think he was potentially getting called up to the twos, and then. It was Tim Hudson in doubt as well. Yeah, then by Thursday night, Timmy rolled his ankle at training, so I was just I was the, you know, if they needed someone to run on anywhere, that was me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they didn't need me, so that was alright. Did um, oh, what's his name now? That Evander, did he play? Yeah, he was on the list at twenty-two. Yep, he got on. He uh, had a good wee, good wee run down the sideline. Oh, yeah, did he go right? Yeah, he did. This chat, he um, one of the project managers at work. That's his daughter's boyfriend. Oh. And he sort of came to me, gave me a ring. He's like, "Hey, your boys, you know, it's got good. a spot for our boys. You know, he's a bit shy. Nice. Apparently, he used to get paid to go over and play over in Buller. Yeah. Or, uh, not sorry, not Buller over on the west coast. Oh, How old is he? Uh, Coast level. Yeah. Eighteen or nine. Yeah. No, he went, he went good. Yeah. We are. Uh, who's some, who's playing a kid that young? Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. I was trying to trying to sort of get that info out of, out of Jeff, but he wasn't mm. didn't really have any intel. What what is Colts under twenty or twenty one now? Twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. Oh, you'd know. You've played. That's so rough. That means I've got three years left playing rugby before I actually move to Senior any rugby. other level. But that's all right. That's that's why you're not making the side yet. Yeah. There's kids that are like two years older than you. I just want to play golden oldies, eh? Like, yeah. yeah, golden oldies. Blue bullets. Blue bullets. Div three. Mm. Div three. That's probably too good for me too, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah. Are all the third half going to end up in Div 3 next year? The Blue Bullets booked to you by the third half. <laughs> <laughs> On the Golden Oldies, we, we can sponsor the front of the Jerseys. Yeah. The third half. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, tell you what, actually, while I was in Auckland, line red out of the tap. Oh, thanks, mate. So much better than the bottle. I was actually in a conversation over dinner last night. The boys, a few of the boys from up in um, the North Island, they're from... Oh, I don't know where they are. Somewhere up in Northam, and they just froth on Lion Red. Yeah. Like you think you like Lion Red? Oh mate, I can. Oh, I know that'd be you know. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I went to go get a beer on 
I was doing last weekend and I was devastated. We went behind the bar and they'd replaced our, our lion red with Tui. What? I know. There was no lion red court models behind the bar. Well, they must have run out. That's I the only thing. Yeah, that, I think that's what Stewie said. Stewie said, no, we have run Stew. out. But, oh, it was shocking. He's a bailer. I decided to drink water. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> lion red or water. But no, yeah. it better be back. One, one of the boys, the boys I'm talking about, he's done and started a bit of homebrew. Ooh, so he's running like a, the one he the one he bought out last night. Um, he's is like a stout. It was Ooh. was it wasn't like a Guinness. It was much lighter. But yeah, he he actually brewed it in lime red bottles, court nice. bottles. Brilliant. And he nice. he swear he swore to me last night that it tastes better because it's out of a lime red bottle. I can the, get around that. Unreal. Yeah. I can get around that. Unreal. No, that's good chat. Um, what other results? The Div Threes had a win. Yep, they beat Kerwee. Yeah, out in um, Sheffield. And I tell you what, have you got Thomas Hamill on Instagram? Oh, I saw that oh. actually. The kid, the kid can oh, sit in corners. Um, and I was actually at work today talking to one of the guys, and he was saying that there was this massive head clash in like the second or third minute. He was saying that one of their, he's from up up that way, lives up in Glen Tunnel. He said, oh, one of our one of our guys got hammered. He um, yeah had a big head clash. And then blood everywhere, blood everywhere, massive cut up above his eye. And um, I'll see if I can see if we can uh, get uh, Hamill's um, approval to yeah, there it is, there look. Oh. And just just a real Daryl Gibson nose type setup there. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll screenshot that one and get that up on the third half later this evening. Yeah. For you. Nice. That's um, uh, Thomas Hamill's actually captioned that getting uglier. Yeah, good to see him putting the body on the line yeah. for Div 3 Dinosaurs footy. Um, but, you yeah, know, good to see them. They're unbeaten, aren't they? They are unbeaten. Yeah, yeah. nice. So they've only played, like, two games, though, haven't they? Uh, they get a two-week two break now. Really? So, so they've played, like, two games, duck shooting off, two games, two-week break, oh. <laughs> and then go into some... Um, I need that. Yeah. <laughs> you just had that. So Scotty Thomas is talking a big game. He's training with the, the twos. Oh, yeah. Next couple of weeks, he reckons he's going to have a crack. So. Yeah. Nice. Don't know where he's going to put him because he's played prop <laughs> number eight and wing this year for the Dinos. So, so he's a versatile guy. <laughs> yeah, very versatile. Yeah, that's outstanding. Uh, moving down the club, the 18s, they were in. Oh, they were Dun- at home. Home, home to Dunsandall. Yes, yeah, that's that right. right. And went down. Yeah, I think they did as well, didn't they? That, it was one of those joint planes teams. Yeah, they planes, that's who they had actually. Mm. Yeah, not good. No, and they um, down sixteens. Under sixteens, fellas. How, How good? Get around the under sixteens. They went and played a hoker up in Amberley. Yeah. And came away with chocolates. Oh, it was the bottom of the table clash, and they they got the job done. Yeah, they got it done well. Got it done well. Yeah. Got it done well. Um, your brother was playing. Yeah, he um a bit of bit of chat about that actually. Yeah. Um, so he was in. We'll give you the backstory. So he was actually over in America and Canada a few weeks back for a, a school rugby trip. Um, and they were in, I think they were in Sacramento. And the team that they were like billeted with, they organised like this big old do for all the boys while they were in America. So all 40 boys went out and got on the pits on the school trip. <laughs> at 16 years old, when the drinking age is 21 in America. <laughs> anyway... So apparently two of the boys didn't drink, one for cultural reasons, one for who knows why. And uh, he must have told his mother about this when he got back home, and the mother had brought it up with the school. So then all these boys got an absolute grief about drinking on a school trip and 
all these suspensions were planned and everything. Oh like just my god! Big old do. So. I hate those sorts of mothers. Yeah, exactly. Just poor, like, pe- piss poor parenting. Like from the parent parents. your kid. Yeah. Sort out your own kid however you like, but don't bring all those other kids into yeah, it. Exactly. Those kids are out there living their life and doing <laughs> what they're doing. You sort your own kid out. Tidy up your own backyard before you comment on anyone else's. Yeah. Thanks, mate. <laughs> You're right, mate. <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ. No, um, yeah. yeah, but anyway, they um got pulled into the deputy headmaster's office and he pretty much said put your hands up if you had a drink on the trip so 25 of the boys put up their hands to begin with of the 40 and then he's like right i'm gonna go talk to the headmaster about this i'll be back in 10 minutes came back 10 minutes time and he goes put your hands up if you actually drank on the trip 38 boys put their hand up <laughs> leaving two boys with their hands down um anyway so scott was meant to be playing for boys high against i actually don't know who they were playing on oh surely boys i think on saturday and he said, nah, stuff them. I'm not playing for this while all this is going on. So get me to prep. Get me there for a full game. So put me in the blue jersey. Yeah, that, was, that kid's a monster. Oh, you know. I passed on my rugby talent to him sort of thing. You know, just humble ones, just passing on my what I know. You were being through this and that. That's not what happens. No. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, nah, he, uh, he had a run. Sorry, that was a big old story. That didn't really get he'd, anywhere. He'd probably it. not even want to play for boys high. Nah, they lost to St. Thomas's on Saturday. Oh. You little ripper. That's so hey? rough. When I was at school, I might have been year ten, maybe, maybe even year nine. I think it was when Sam Dixon was in the twenty-first, uh, oh, yeah. the first fifteen. So I was year nine, and he, we were up by three or four points last play, and our first five kick when he went to kick it out got charged down, and they scored. Yeah, and we lost by a point. Do you know what I played right. at Cross College? I played four years of rugby there. One of the years I, I actually played golf. <laughs> And came out and played and played rugby. So I played golf at school. We had to play a sport, so I played golf at school and played rugby for Prebleton. Nice. That was in my fifth fifth form, I think. I'm pretty sure, and I could be wrong. I never beat boys high. In four years playing for Christ College, I never beat boys high. I don't actually realise you're a syrup. I I am. Oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Jealousy is not a good colour on you, Mitch. Oh, um, yeah. No, that sucks. Um, just looking through that St Thomas's first fifteen team, there's a lot of ex Prebleton boys that don the kit. Well, pre Prebleton boys even. Yeah, exactly. Who have we got? Harry Harry Coleman. Harry Coleman up the top there. Um, Kieran Charlton. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the brothers. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of brothers that would probably end up at Prebleton. Um, Jack Smith. He actually donned the blue jersey once back in his heyday, a couple of seasons I think, before moving back to West Melbourne. Yeah, he's West now. He won't tell you that, but. Yeah, it happened. So, uh, no, good on those boys for donning the first 15 kit for their skills. And I don't know, they'll be back in the blue and white in a few years' time, surely. Hopefully. Are, um, you, are you looking at going to college boys high um, um, sort of two weeks? I've got a test that afternoon which throws a real spanner in the works. But I think it'll be done by 2.30 and it's kick-off 2.45. Mm. So. so we can do a third half. You, you can come for a lot. Third half special on that. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Righto. Down at, down at the down at the bog hole, Straven Road. Beautiful. The bog. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. You want to go to the bog? Well, yeah, I always want to go to the bog. They're doing, um, there's a post-game yeah. drinks at Fat Eddie's. Yeah, so. for the Christ College yeah, Old that's, Boys. That's for the Christ College Old Boys, yeah. Is it? Yeah, oh. I'll see you there. So let's get there. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get there. The, well, the guy who actually I saw going went to both schools. Who's that? Pretty sure he went to both schools. Tanamanu? Yeah. He went, to, he went to Boys High and Christ. He went to Boys High and then got a scholarship to Christ. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so and that sounds quite typical. To yeah. be honest. And Carl, his younger brother, older brother, older brother. Yeah, 
God, I'm having a real yeah, hell of a time with these older young, older brother, younger brother setups. Yeah. Um, I was terrified of those two when I was at school. And then there was Poss. So he would have been, he's probably your age. Wait, what's their last name? Manu. I know Poss Manu. Yeah. yeah. Nice touch. That yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Turbo staff, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know Poss, yeah. Oh, bloody hell. And he had yeah. Tano's brother. Thanks, mate. You know, he wasn't, um, we, we did uh, scholarship, rugby scholarships. Um, you, do sort of, pl- you do plenty of them as well. Yeah, back when I back when I was there, they did it. When I was, they they bring bring the kid in in fifth form, and so fifth form with the what's fifth form? Sorry, uh, year eleven. Shit, you're old. Continue. <laughs> Sorry, man. Thanks, man. Um, and the two that we got given in in year eleven, mm. um, one was Rulon Nutera. He's a Hornby boy that's actually spent a fair bit of time over in um, the cells? Sydney. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know where that was yeah. right. <laughs> Nice. Sorry, brother. Um, uh, yeah, played a bit of NRL. Oh, nice. Spent a bit of time at the Storm, St. George. Um, had a few caps for NRL. Um, so good on him. Get out there doing it. Uh, the other guy was Mike Lamali. We picked him up out of um, the other side of town. You marry house, Shirley type setup. Um, and he, rumour had it during seventh form that he actually stole stereos, um, wallets, <laughs> um, whatever he could get his hands on. So he fit well. Does he, have, does he have kids? Uh, yeah, I think he does. I think I coached his kids for touch also. Oh, shit! It's a small world. Yeah. How good? Um, yeah. So I think I think word on the street was on our last day in seventh form, um, year thirteen. Um, it, our last day, he's like caught walking out of one of the one of the houses with a stereo, <laughs> like literally just walking out carrying. <laughs> it's not bolted down; it's mine. Um, so yeah, didn't really jump into the uh, cross college culture there, Mike Lamali. But yeah, they stopped doing um, they stopped doing the rugby scholarships for a few years after that, and then they got back into it, back in the horse with sort of your McKenzie type setups, and uh, yeah, and uh, that was moderately successful. Speaking of your yeah. seventh form year thirteen, do you guys have like a year thirteen assembly at the end of the year? Yeah, yeah, where like they run it, the where year thirteens run it. Uh, yeah, we did do one of those. So we had one, and I, it got banned again when I was year nine, because, right, everyone to the hall for year thirteen assembly, Brilliant. and you got there, and they start piling you because that St Thomas's was sort of like a little covered walkway, almost like a little corridor that went to the door of the hall, and they would just pile these kids in there, and the doors are locked, <laughs> and then they drove up behind you, and on the back, and they were standing on the backs of Utes throwing water bombs. So just drenching kids, kids just like couldn't go anywhere. Kids are trying to get out. They had to run at the va- uh, at the trucks, and they did a lap of the like they're all standing like, this, stand on back of utes and shit. They come in, did a big. No one really cares. Blah blah blah. We're leaving. Last play of the assembly. Can we get our principal Miss O'Brien up on the stage? Oh, oh. She gets up on the stage. Curtains are closed. She's standing in front of the curtains. Curtains open. Freewood boy Dan Francis walks down a G-string. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has got a big cock. He is the original big dick Dan. He is trying to give her a cuddle. She runs off the stage. Um, oh. Dan Francis got all of his UE stripped off him, and all of his stuff to go to university. Like a big no, the school didn't give him his stuff. He couldn't go to university. He had to have like a like, gap year. I think he might even have to go back and do a big apology and stuff. And then they ban you through the assemblies. Oh, heck. Nice. Have I, have I, I don't know if I've discussed my final assembly story on the third half. Oh, go shit. ahead. Go for it. Oh. So, us boys, we finished school on a Thursday. So, we had a wee Wednesday night CG's trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So this finished up about 4.30 that Friday morning before having to be at school for 7.30 um, to kick, kick off our final day of, of secondary school. And um, little did I know I was getting an award. I got the uh, Māori Leadership Award at school. So Is that because you got a tattoo? Pretty much, yeah. Yep. yeah. That was it. That, that's why I got the award. Um, anyway, so I jump up on stage and, you know, boys do the old pucker and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll give you one back sort of thing. So started doing it too. Little did I know, I still had CG's tip money and vouchers for free entry in my blazer pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so here I go, like, it's warm up there. So I take my blazer off before I jump into it. Strewing all over the stage in front of the headmaster, board of trustees, chairman. All the big dogs in the school is all my CG's tip money and free entry passes from the night before. Face up, like sitting at their feet. Little did I know that until I went to go pick my blazer up and I saw them strewing across the stage. Did they ever say anything? No. That's <laughs> no, never, so nice. I never said anything either. But holy hooker, that was that was scary. How much money did you lose? Not much. It was like no. ten bucks. Ten did you bucks. pick it up as well? Or yeah, did I, did. I picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Oh, that's good. That's stuff. good. That is good. Uh, what do we got? <laughs> I don't know. Sort of the intro's gone for about half an hour. <laughs> yeah. I've sort of lost the agenda. Should we wrap it up then? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, producer Jordan, um, you're going to bring the penguin fact of the day. So how many penguin classics are there? How many penguin classics are there? One in every 64 books sold in the UK is a penguin classic. <laughs> <laughs> that is shit! <laughs> <laughs> Can you repeat that? I don't get that at all. Give me, give me like three minutes, I'll get a better one. <laughs> Go again. So the uh, Google thing says, how many Penguin Classics are there? One in every 64 books sold in the UK is a Penguin Classic. What's a Penguin Classic? It's a publisher. Penguin. Oh, so, oh, so you're saying books. how many? Yeah. Oh, okay. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Thanks, mate. I'll, I'll give you a better one, actually. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a classic one. A Daily Penguins, which are a, that's a type of penguin, they actually um, engage in necrophilia. Necrophilia? Yeah. Can you elaborate on what uh, necrophilia, necrophilia is? is having sex with um, dead penguins in, in the penguin. Just penguins or organisms? No, just just dead. Like, if, if a human has sex with a dead human, yeah, that's necrophilia as well. Shit's she's, she's getting dark around here. Yeah. Um, it's odd, so that's So they sort of know that's the thing. I actually saw that on, a, um, I think it was a David Attenborough, maybe. Um, something about seals. Is that shit child-friendly? Well, I guess it's like a fact. It's like a thing. Because Isla watches that a lot. And the other day, I like just have a peek over what she's watching. And this polar bear is just tucking into the seal. And I was like, mm. And she's just watching away with the headphones on. And the other day, she's talking about how polar bears eat seals and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, is this like all right for kids to be watching? What, what are they doing? Yeah, that's nature. Um... How random is this news out of uh, South Africa about crusaders and uh, potential homophobia in a McDonald's restaurant at 2 o'clock in the morning? Who dropped that story? Well, don't me to brag, fellas. But uh, metronews.co.nz, brought to you by the New Zealand Broadcasting School, actually picked up that story at 8 o'clock this morning and spent all day trying to get uh, anything out of it. And it didn't. It took till about 2.30 this afternoon for us to get a statement from the crusaders about it. But... Yeah, it's gonna gonna be interesting. Once Didn't they, they have get like home. a security or something with them? Yes. Who said that there was nothing? Well, I'm pretty sure when they go out now, they have to have people 
with them and just the fact you know, it's just weird that they would have been out at 2.30 in the morning in South Africa by themselves you know like well, they're obviously pissing up pretty dodgy place though like it can be like that those times in the morning I think so. it's a, a more weird we'll come back to that but it's more weird that they're actually in McDonald's yeah. being all blacks you know there's all this all these angles about homophobia but the thing is why are they in McDonald's they've got a World Cup this year <laughs> they do have a World does Cup does this mean Jordy Barrett's going to sign with the Crusaders if we're going to Macca's <laughs> at 2.30 in the morning no, he's more. He's he's a four thirty operator. Oh, is, it, is that too early for? Those him? are rookie numbers. <laughs> pump those numbers up. Pump those numbers up. Um, oh. Yeah, like I I, sh- I sure hope and I sure hope they're sort of taking their nutrition seriously. Like nu- nutrition doesn't clock off. No, um, I wouldn't know to be honest. Yeah, well, hang on. I'm looking around the room. And <laughs> That's how Max I know. Max is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're eating their uh, Big Macs piece by piece. Yeah. Without yeah, the buns. That's criminal. McDonald's Crusaders. They could be called. Cool. No PNZ Crusaders, McDonald's Crusaders. Mm. Well, they're just brought to you by Ronald McDonald. <laughs> the Canterbury McDonald's. Canterbury McDonald's. Get yeah. rid of Crusaders' name. Yeah. yeah. Two birds, one son. Yeah, easy. easy. PNZ no, McDonald's. So no, definitely a story to follow over the next few days. It'll be so, so how how did you actually dig that one up? Oh, so one of the boys had seen on Instagram on like one of the Crusaders posts that some guy was just absolutely dogging them, like just commenting on all their posts and stuff. And apparently throughout the night, Crusaders have been like deleting this guy's comments, like trying to hide it. And then from like eight o'clock to nine o'clock, the Crusaders Instagram account had disabled people being able to comment on their posts. And within that time, George Bridget changed his Instagram from public to private. So there's like all this stuff going on in the background. And then, yeah, we were like trying to get in touch with the Crusaders like um, media person. And- Who was that? Uh, Chantel Tiahara or something. Um, anyway, she was in a, in a meeting <laughs> for uh, for five or six hours this afternoon. So that old chestnut. They're in old damage control. But no, it'll be interesting to see what what comes out of there. I think the last thing that I saw was a report, a statement from the Crusaders saying that there's nothing in. Yeah, there's nothing exactly. In it. Exactly. So which is probably media spin, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens when they get home tomorrow morning. I believe. I'm on Bridgie's um, Instagram, and he's either deleting all the comments or they're just not leaving them anymore. Because yeah, exactly. There's nothing on there. Yeah. No, it'll be certainly be a story to keep in mind. See if anything comes from it. Thanks very much to, was it metronews.co.nz yeah. um, for bringing that to everyone's attention. Um, and thanks for sponsoring that story out of yeah. Mitch Redmond. Thanks, mate. Um, what else we got? Um, Israel Folau, the saga, hopefully, is finally over. I'm yeah. sick and tired of hearing about it. Yeah. It's just sort of been festering for the last little while. Will they, won't ha- they? They ripped his contract up. It's good for New Zealand rugby because he's actually a good footballer. Yeah. Um, so that's the real the real silver lining out of all this for New Zealand. But I'm pretty happy to see the back of that story. I actually read a um, thing on Facebook last night about some guy talking about before rugby was professional sport and saying one of the greatest Wallabies, he was a coach, one of the greatest Wallabies retired because he wanted to stay in a small town his kids could grow, grow up playing cricket and rugby and all the rest he didn't want to have to move to the big city blah 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 and then you got guys like Israel Folau who say stuff like they say whatever religion or hate speech whatever and then are making Rugby Australia fork out all this money to fight him in legal battles and Rugby Australia throwing money down the drain and that's money that Rugby Australia can't use for community rugby upgrading refs grounds facilities you know mm. stuff like that for his own country and the game that he loves like just give it up mate walk yeah. away like 
You did something wrong, just leave. When you say, was it you saying before that he didn't actually want to play rugby anymore? Yeah, I did read another thing as well about guys reckoning that, like, guys in the Wallabies now reckon he didn't actually want to play. And this was his out of professional sport. You know, he, he knew he couldn't get out of his four year contract, so he knew how to breach it. He's done it before. Do it again, they'll rip it up and pretend like you care a wee bit and walk away. And I mean, he hasn't fought it again, so it's done. Yeah. He's yeah. gone. That's a, that's a massive play. Mm. Yeah. Huh. Good yeah, intel yeah. from you, actually. Thanks, yeah. mate. Potentially a third half exclusive. Watch that space. Yeah. I should be on metronews.co.nz. Oh, I should be on metronews.co.nz. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Um, trade rumours. Trade rumours. Trade, trade rumours. Thanks, mate. I've got no idea. This is your story. Yeah. Um, we're not going to name him, but he came at me last week with a lot of love for the third half and like a weird amount of love for me. I Ooh. think he might have been at um, um, Miss Grouse. Because oh. um, it was a Wednesday night, which was odd. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of rumours about him coming to play for Prev next year, bring a couple of others. Nice. Uh, which would be a big, big plus, really. Mm. Um Played some pretty hype footy. Yeah. Canterbury Sevens. Yeah. New Zealand uh, AFL. New Zealand AFL. If you haven't caught on who it is yet, yeah. 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 Should be. It sounds like we're sort of. Yeah. Fishing for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Fishing, fishing for a few more hints about this guy. Yeah. Um, um, hopefully you get it right in the nick of time. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> watch this space, and uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that transfer window when it opens. Uh, the start of August. Yeah. Yeah. Um, With that sort of resume, it sounds like he's an outside back. So, mm. yeah, I'm hanging out the boots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, uh, Producer Jordan, for that. Um, he'll be doing ones anyway, so that's okay. Jordan. Oh, it doesn't matter then. <laughs> yeah. Got your hot climate sinker there, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was another trade room we were talking about earlier in the week. Who was that? That was a name I didn't recognise. Was it Adam Blair? Was he coming to print? Adam Blair. <laughs> wasn't that Adam Blair. It was very similar. Oh. Um but yeah, he's he's with the other guy. Oh, and they'll come to trade deal. He's yeah, he's he's illiterate. Oh, yeah. He's unreal. So nice. Get dingy. <laughs> good, good, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, this weekend. This weekend. Um, I'm not going to ask you, Mitch, how the what the Colts have got this weekend because you're probably not playing. Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm in Australia. Oh, here in Australia, that's thrown right. in the towel pretty yeah. much. Yeah, given up three week three weeks of footy <laughs> yeah. off in a row. Exactly. Uh, Mitch Redmond, and he's effectively retired. Yeah, but the, uh, the boys are up against the uh, Lincoln Bales, top of the table. Um, that'll be a huge clash. What's, uh, what's, the, the, other, Oval, actually, what's so. the other Lincoln team called? Uh, Bales and like Haymakers or something. That's it. Yeah. What a pack of cocks. But what, what's happening with the ones? Are they... Where are they now? Oh, yeah, so what happened What, what happened was um, I was out with um, one of the boys from Waihora last night. I had, had dinner there, um, and they were there, and he... What's he look for? Who are you hanging around with? Oh, I've got other mates. Oh. From my horror? No, it was actually, actually North Canterbury mates and sort of. And so they and they sort of suggested that potentially they might be interested in like a Thursday night. Bit of a, bit so of a we game. do we have Horror next week though? Yeah, so so what happened was since we lost in the um, quarters. quarters, there's obviously four other teams that lost in the quarters as well. So they organise, uh, I guess it's probably run of the mill, a game between all the losers just to give us footy. But no one wants to play that shit. Yeah, exactly. That's your third and fourth playoff. No one wants to play. You know, what's, what's going to come out of it? Well, that typically doesn't that third and fourth playoff usually get scrapped anyway. So next week, 
Yeah, well, we, I'm pretty sure we don't have a game next week. Because I remember years gone by, they usually have a game that week as well. So you actually play every week, even when there's a final. Yeah. And then years gone by, everyone just scraps that game. Yeah. Because everyone's like, well, I know, no. Like, I no know point. last year when we lost in the semi, we didn't play that third and fourth. Yeah. Uh, I guess the playoff is seventh and eighth or sixth and seventh or whatever the hell it is um, would probably be the same. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that um, there's a bit going on in the background about that game. I mean, I'm pretty sure we're playing Wahora. Could be wrong. Um, but yeah, there's been a, a, yeah. Oh, it, it is up. We are playing. Is it at Prudent or Wahora? No, no, it's, it's at Twice. Um, so yeah we might end up just not playing the game on Saturday maybe a Thursday don't know what's going to happen watch this space um, we'll bring that to you exclusively on the third half one on Instagram nice um, well, you, play, you should have this weekend off play next Thursday because it's Queen's birthday Queen's that birthday. week or on a Friday night yeah that could be chat um, but these games are actually relatively important because this sets up where you sit next year yeah but what does it depend on whether we go in pool A or pool B whether we win that game or lose it yeah so some people care because they'll be like oh no like look Southbridge and Wahora are both going to be in this like pool X we want to be in pool Y you know yeah you can overthink it mm. you can that's a real Derek Todd type yeah big time you know he'd have like the points differential and all that sort of he's thing. already worked out where everyone's finishing next season yeah exactly he's prepping for the 2021 <laughs> yeah he's, he's, he's out here playing 4D chess <laughs> yeah <laughs> He's already picked a squad for the next World yeah. Cup. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're at home to Darfield. Nice. Which just like reeks of a court session after the game. Available. Nice. Especially Let's if go. you guys are going to play Thursday. Well, you're away regardless. Yeah. So you can have the you can have the shed. <sighs> yeah, we yeah. probably need some team bonding. Yeah, yeah. the Darfield side can go. Yeah. Uh, the mid-table. Mid three table. from six. Three from six, there you go. That's why you're here, we're just enjoying. Yeah, stats. Um, Stats, yeah, they're three from six, so they're, they're all right. They're sitting mid table, three from six. We're definitely the favourites, but mm. who knows? Good. Mm. Um, oh, the Dinos with the bye this week. No game. Um, Do we know how the Royals went last weekend? Yeah, pumped. Yeah, Sumner. Sumner, I 50 think. points to yeah. five or something Jesus, like that. Jesus, those girls are good. Mm. Yeah. Are we any closer to getting uh, under 16 girls versus under 16 boys game, courtesy of the third half? Mm, not really I don't think the boys want to play yeah that's that last intel we got yeah. actually from the Nola household was that said, the boys don't want to play we aren't playing we ain't doing it yeah, yeah I believe Narco's words were we'll get killed yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there might be some more confidence after a win on Saturday yeah exactly yeah. we're hot shit as under 16 boys usually yeah. do yeah 1-1 yeah after yeah. having about 600 points put on them in two games and then yeah. <laughs> winning they'll uh, they'll be looking for a fight how good um, oh, speaking of women's rugby, I believe uh, Steph from Fremantle got mm-hmm. presented her Black Ferns cap. Yeah, Steph Broomhall, or Mortimer, as she was originally. Nice. Perfect. Well done, Steph. Thanks, Steph. Yep. It's uh, pretty cool, isn't it? Mm. So when did she actually play for Black Ferns? Um, 2000s? Early A little while ago. What? Early noughties, I think. My PE teacher at high school was her coach. Oh, yeah. Mm. Up in uh, that was New Plymouth Boys High School. Yes, nice. Dale Atkins, a good Canterbury man. Actually. When did you reckon? Early noughties. Oh yeah. So she was in the squad that won the two thousand six Rugby <laughs> Women's World Cup, Women's Rugby World Cup. Nice. So nice. Two thousand six. Yeah. Say that's mid noughties. Yeah, you would. I would. Late noughties probably. Yeah, <laughs> mid, mid to late. Definitely not early. Yeah. Um, she might have started early. She made an international debut in two thousand thirteen. 
Wait, she so was she in the squad? In yeah, 2003. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, yeah. that's probably. Uh, she's one of the women's ru- women's rugby top wingers since making an international debut in 2003. She has consistently performed well at provincial and international level. At the 2004 Churchill Cup tournament in Canada, she scored three tries in the tournament in tournament wins over the United States and England. That's brilliant. I scored three tries once <laughs> in one game. <laughs> Player of the day? Yeah, it was. <laughs> yes. That's my yeah, nice. last time. Her outstanding 2004 season was rewarded when she was named New Zealand Rugby's Woman Player of the Year. Really? Far out. That's such good stuff. That's incredible. Far out. Get her picture on the wall at Prebleton. Yeah. Yes. Wow. She didn't actually make it from Prebleton. What? She played from. She played for Christchurch. No. Yeah. The only game she's played for us was the centenary game. Yeah. What? what? Yeah. Why are we celebrating this woman? Because <laughs> now she does a lot at the club now. Oh. You get a photo up now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I was under the impression she was like this Prewoodin rugby stalwart. She's played a thousand games for Prewoodin. Yeah, she's played one. Yeah. It was a friendly. Of one, though. One of one. Yeah, one of one. In the oh, last, maybe. In no, the there's Prewoodin teams back in the day. One, of, one of one in the last ten, ten years. years. <laughs> uh, well, regardless, congratulations, uh, <laughs> Steph Broomhall Mortimer. Nice job. Nice. Thanks, um, just quickly back to uh, Jordan producer Jordan's um, New Plymouth Boys High I watched the saw it on um, highlights from Sky Sport the hucker between oh, yeah. the boys and Francis Douglas I love that ground great ground really nice um, but I also saw the um, was it Kings versus Auckland Grammar yeah. was it, oh, was it Auckland Grammar Auckland Grammar and Kings oh, I watched yeah. that that was they school boys sort of sure know how to do a hucker a lot of passion yeah. it was actually the where I saw a page one of those like recruitment rugby pages Yep. from like some country in Europe had shared it being like this is New Zealand schoolboy rugby was that old though? no that was this year's one because they were like, the 150 like the weekend just been yeah oh nice they were like that 150 top and like they yeah. got the whole school behind one like that yeah. shit's intense it's pretty yeah. pretty. I find it a bit weird that the players don't do the huck of themselves though yeah yeah. I'd feel a bit ripped off if I was a player <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, yeah, nothing gets you a bit more, nothing gets you more pumped than a hucker before a game. I think cross college would be a bit different. Eh? I think <laughs> they hate it. <laughs> yeah. we, when when I was in the first fifteen, the punter boys are out there doing yeah, it. Yeah, the yeah. Just... When I was in the first fifteen, Harry Pankhurst actually led our hucker um, because he was um, a sixteenth. Had the most colour. Nice. <laughs> the most tan. Yeah, the most tan. That's exactly right. How many brown boys did you have in the team? Um, Obviously none. One who stole stereos and, uh, <laughs> and, and, one, and one who didn't really want to be there. He wanted to play uh, coal miners' code instead. So um, yeah, St Thomas has never had a shortage of leaders when it comes to uh, the hacker. A few calf tattoos. I remember once actually they were playing Shirley Boys, and I was watching, and Shirley Boys had like a tyre or like a spear type thing, and when they would come up and put their caps on the ground and they'd bring it up oh, and they'd stab it the ground. ground at halfway and walk back so when our boys come forward and they're doing the hark and our boys come forward to put their caps on the ground one of us hung it yeah. Oh, yeah, on nice. the thing and walked yeah. back and like, they were not happy the guy come up took it and flipped the cap away and like mm-hmm. they all like walked off and then I think we rolled them nice. it didn't help that the, our prop who was 38 was also like 160 kilos and like six foot five. <laughs> like he was a big boy. Was that sort of similar to the Michael Gardner and the um, Prewoodham? I think he's still running around playing for Linwood. I'll pull the photo. He's huge, but yeah, nice. very, um, very similar. Actually, do you know what I heard about Shirley? Actually, it's a girl's name. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, look, mate. look who! Look who's the Such captain a... for last weekend's St. Bede's game. At six, Gardner. I reckon, Gardner. I reckon he's just done a bit of. 
different spell. That's why I wasn't playing for Preborden last weekend. Oh. He's gone through the same Hugo <laughs> treatment that uh, Israel Berg has. <laughs> he wants another crack at the Hills. Oh, are we going to see Richard Ferguson re- return to the Middleton Grange first of team? <laughs> he was about that size. Did he go to Middleton Grange? Yeah, he did. He went oh, to that sucks. Damn, that guy's huge. That's how big he was at St. Thomas's too. He's the one that hung the cap off. And I, would, I probably would have taken it down politely and yeah. given it to him. But, uh, Jesus Christ. That's a, that's a big man. He was a, he was a good footy player too. Yeah, no, Ferg, Ferg went to Middleton Grange. Um... Do they even have a first 15? Yeah, they play on Wednesdays. Oh, aye. Yeah, With God. Yeah. Saturday's God's day. I thought it was Sunday. It's both days. Both days, yeah. Every day. Yeah. All Black Rugby World Cup squad, who are your three halfbacks? Uh, Aaron Smith. Yeah. Brad Weber. Yeah. And... You're missing like one real notable person here, and that's yeah. pretty average for you. Brody Thomas Brent Hall Ooh <laughs> Anyway uh, <laughs> Aaron Smith and TJ are there Regardless Oh yeah TJ <laughs> <laughs> Loser I Can they take Triple T After he's Had like No game Has he even had like 100 minutes of rugby this season He's sort of getting the minutes I got for the ones last year Really <laughs> And he's an All Black. And me this yeah. season, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's can't leave Weber out. He's he's everywhere. How quick is he? Mm. Oh I, yeah, I I just, you can't. He's got can't horsepower and he's got ticker. Yeah. Like every time he's a break, he's there on one side. I I heard that the All Blacks camp don't rate his attitude, and that's why he keeps getting left out. Mm. He's like the captain of that. Um, to be fair, they're a horrible team. Chiefs type. So. <laughs> yeah, but like he looks like he be one of the most like hard working players in that team you know like I, yeah I heard they did say on Saturday if on Saturday that they told him after he played that game against Samoa go away work on his defence and then the commentator saying there's nothing wrong with his defence like he's tiny he's 75 kilos sure if you put him up against you know Courtney Laws running at him chances are but yeah, he's got plenty of tick here and we have a go mm. Mm, I don't know He's got to be there. Oh, I saw a headline. I didn't read the headline, read the article, but um, Steve Hansen said that Bill Williams has proved himself enough for the World Cup this year. Sonny the, William Williams. Sonny William Williams. Yeah, congratulations on receiving yeah. the um, seal of approval. Has he played a game yet? Well, that's it. He's been injured and hasn't really played. He got put out by Marnonu in the second game, I think, at second five for the for the Blues, and apparently he's proved himself. Like I don't. That's that's the sort of thing that I don't understand. Is you can't take someone into a World Cup that's not playing rugby. Same with your, your um, TTT good dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna start. I'm not. That's T, right. Yeah. T. What's that? T. Tyler. Tyler Langi. T. Tyler. Nice. Um. Yeah. I mean, I understand that when it comes to the All Blacks, they have to run it as a business as well, and they can't just be taking everyone under the sun because they have to sign them to a contract. And if you're not a contracted All Black, you're making seven thousand dollars a week. That's not bad money. So Tom Taylor, when he got caught with the All Blacks a couple of years ago on the end of year tour, while he was halfway through a holiday in Bali with his girlfriend and her family, um, and he was he went there for three weeks, didn't get contracted, and made twenty one k. But if they sign you to a contract and they sign Brad Weber to a one year deal, and he plays no rugby at the World Cup, and then they don't rate him to take him after that, mm. they've just lost money when they've already got. T-Tide or Tauri on a contract anyway 
Do you know I, what I mean? I hadn't actually thought about it like that. So, yeah. like, the way they're looking at it is we've already signed Tauriangi to a four-year deal. Let's just keep him there. That's horseshit. It is, but at the same time, they're a business. They're trying to make money. I'd understand that any other year, but World Cup, yeah. Mm. Remember a couple of years ago when Isaiah Toyafa was, like, rubbish? Like, he had a couple of really good years and he was just on the, like, decline, but was still in the All Blacks? I remember someone talking about it then saying, I think it might have someone in the know. Uh, my uncle does the articles to the press and then I'm pretty sure he might have said something about it. That they try and keep these guys who are on contract in the team because obviously there's no point paying someone $100,000 a year over here and then paying someone else $100,000 a year. Mm. Business, yeah, that's business eh? Business. See, um, I, th- I think I saw an article that they're going to run at a big loss this year anyway. Your Blacks. Probably, because they've got no home games. Yeah. Have they got three home games this year? Well, they've got South Africa and Wellington, uh, Australia and Auckland, Argentina. Do they play Argentina here? I don't even know if they do. They must do. Don't they play a home? Maybe. They usually oh, compress maybe. it in World Cup years. Yeah. Though. And they've got Tonga and, and um, Hamilton. Hamilton. So they've got yeah, three home oh, games. That, that game makes me real nervous, eh? Just as like a warm up for the World Cup. <laughs> they go out and play the most physical team in World Rugby. <laughs> yeah. Like you're asking for injuries. Should we third half that one? Should we go? I want to go to Hamilton. Yeah, that's a good point. We can drive there and then drive back to Auckland. <laughs> go to Auckland mm. and drive back. It was like how we talked about going to Invercargill and then driving back to Queenstown. That night. <laughs> yeah. Afterwards, we ended up in Cinnabush. Yeah, same thing. Isn't it? That's great. So I haven't actually heard. I, um, well, you obviously read that email the other day about uh, Tiakau Shark, which I think someone was a wee bit drunk when they sent that one. Yeah, there's a lot of emojis thrown in there. <laughs> and like, yeah, I, hey, I mean, I don't doubt our horse at all, but... It's Air Max. Tiaka Sharks are a pretty good horse. Yeah. Um, so I spoke with Grant about that one. And a little birdie has heard that Tiaka Shark is back in work, while Max is lollying around in the paddock enjoying his break and biding his time. Watch out the shark, get your running shoes on. They will need to be fast to catch the Air Max Nikes. In, oh, in the spring um, yeah have you had any word on what's happening with Max are we still looking at the Coopman's Bowl uh, I haven't heard anything he's obviously still heading grass breather. he looks good he looks great he looks like he's been in the paddock for a little while and really munching on grass uh, Joe Henderson's jumping on board with Queen of Diamonds or Queen of Hearts Queen, Queen of Hearts I think Queen of Hearts Joe Henderson's jumping on board there yep um, <clears throat> I was thinking about Charlotte and I currently have too much of that horse so I was thinking about taking half of that horse and making a new syndicate the third half cool the third half third oh, half nice. syndicate we could have a share on a racehorse yeah nice let's do that I really want that um, take like 5% <laughs> perfect <laughs> it's not much but it's enough I, I, I um, so Sophie's sister Annabelle and Ollie. husband Ollie yeah they have their business in North Canada both at Downs they actually breed horses mm-hmm. and that's their that's their gig and they sponsored a race in Timaru it was like a midweek race. Mm. Horrible, horrible meeting. Mm. Cost them two hundred dollars. Are we <laughs> a weird chance of seeing like the third half thousand or something like that? Getting um, the third half sponsoring. They got they got to go down there. They didn't actually go. They got like free lunch. Um, I don't know if they got a few beers or or a beer or something like that for sponsoring the race. So I've spoken about. I remember I spoke to you about this in Chicago. Yeah. Like we could do this. It's you sponsor a race on. Christmas at the races which is Invercargill's biggest race day you sponsor a race um, it's a thousand dollars for a decent race I'm assuming and you get ten tickets of free food and free piss so you get ten fellas to throw in a hundred bucks 
and we spawn onto a race and we make our way down, we piss trip down, head through Invercargill onto Queenstown, and then get free personal free food all day. I we we did talk about that, and at the time, I was I think we were, I was kind of pissed at the time. Yeah, that was when we were in Queenstown or Invercargill or somewhere in between. And I thought it was a great idea, you know, have those conversations when you're drunk. But now that we're actually vocalising it sober, um, I'm actually really keen for that. Mm. So I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Mitch, we might have had 10 listeners last week. Yes. If all of those listeners, everyone listened to this podcast this week, hopefully. Oh, actually, we've broken the one hour mark. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Actually we need to edit this so this bit goes at the beginning of the podcast because <laughs> yes. I don't think anyone's reaching the one hour mark we're, listening to we're this everyone, everyone that hears this if you go to our Instagram page the third half one Mitch Riemann's going to set up a give a little page yeah everyone can just donate two dollars yeah. each can we, can we actually have a show of hands per se if you just go to our um, and just, just drop us a message yeah like it'll only take you three or four maybe ten seconds to do that it's actually really interesting because Spotify doesn't give us the intel on how long you guys listen for. Yeah. So I think we can see like if people listen all the way through, but yeah, it's uh, niggly. So yeah. So if you could do that, just give do us a favor because, I mean, yeah, it's an hour out of our time, and if you're not listening to it, then hey. If, if if you hear this, message me asking for a mud shake, hmm. and we'll organise a mud shake for you. If mud ball, if, mud ball. Sorry. If everyone that listens donate a wee bit of money to our cause of sponsoring a race for free personal free food and there's four of us here we'll draw out six names of everyone that donates and we'll take you with us to Invercargill and you'll get the free personal free food as well yeah we'll put on pay for your own combination we'll you also put on um, nah fuck it we'll pay for it we'll get you down there mud balls all the way down mud balls all the way mud down balls all the way and down. mud balls all the way home on Sunday that you have to drink don't you pussy out no there may or may not be mud balls <laughs> Do we get oh, it? did you know Mudball Middleman's actually got player of the day on Yes, yeah, that's brilliant. And he, um, we got to Dunstandle Pub and Greg May actually got a Jaeger and I don't know what, but it wasn't a wasn't a Mudball. Did he drink it? He did. He yeah. drinks anything, eh? He does. Good boy. Good he boy. He drank 10 Mudballs. <laughs> 10 Mudballs, that's a lot of Mudballs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, well, nice. hey, let's uh, work on the dream of sponsoring a race. Mm. Yeah. Um, to make it happen yeah how good good as that's uh, signing off from the third half uh, once again thanks Thanks, mate mate. oh I missed it